Coming up next, it's Studemonia, discussion and stories about living well in New Zealand from international students across Canterbury. Supported by the Ministry of Education. Hello everyone, welcome to Studemonia here at Plains FM 96.9. I'm Hannah. For the last, I don't know, two or three weeks, probably, we've been talking about this um, neurotransmitter called dopamine. You know, it's it's a kind of hormone, hormone in our brain. Now, this dopamine thing makes us addictive to things. And if its level gets really low, we get depression. And we get, you know, especially for children, we get... um, ADHD as well. So it's a really important um, kind of chemical in our body. So today, let's talk about it for one more week. In one of Dr. Andrew Horberman's show, uh, which one, one I'm using, with the topic I'm getting from, this who 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 I'm getting my topic from, um, he invited another doctor called Anna uh, Lambi, who is an expert in this dopamine thing. She's been studying you know, dopamine and behavior, especially uh, addicti- addictions, for 25 years. And she wrote the book. She wrote a book about really addiction. So Dr. Huberman invited Dr. Anna to this show and particularly talked more about dopamine, and in things that most people don't know about, and how do we deal with it. So today, let's do one more time on this topic. Particular, is it the case that our baseline levels of dopamine are set by our genetics? In other words, are we born with a certain level of dopamine? Um, the answer is given by Dr. Anna is, well, uh, the early stage of development or infancy. Certainly, it is true. You know, um, we were born, of course, with a certain level of baseline uh, um, dopamine. However, obviously, our experience can have a huge impact on where our dopamine level will ultimately uh, settles out settle out. So yes, at the beginning, it is a given at birth, but uh, over time, as we're growing, uh, we will um, find a different level of dopamine baseline uh, based on our own behavior, behaviors. Okay, next question, question four. Uh, so if somebody is, somebody's disposition is one of constant excitement and anticipation or easily excited. Um, like, for example, um, if you, you know, say to a friend, uh, let's go see a movie. And then he will say, oh, really? Oh, that's great. Let's go. You know, that's easily excited. Or someone will just say, oh, okay, let's go. Let's go. Good, good idea. Let's do that. So just kind of calm, uh, you know, no big deal kind of um response. Um, So is that affected by our dopamine level? 
Well, does that um, does okay? Okay, this is ultimate question. Does personalities affect our baseline level of dopamine? Um, well, the answer, which given by Dr. Anna, is um, though they they find a mixture of um, findings relate to relating to personalities, but one um. One finding, which is quite strong, is that people who are impulsive are more vulnerable to addictions. In other words, to you know, dopamine fluctuation. So, what is、um, impulsivity? Well, it means having difficulty putting space between the thought or the desire to do something and actually doing it. And people who have difficulty putting a space where who have a thought to do something, and just do it impulsively, are people who are more vulnerable to addictions. So yeah, so that's one finding which is quite clear. So impulsivity is quite、um, really highly closely related to、um, addiction. Other than that, it's really hard to say. Personalities are related to、um, uh, addiction or vulnerability to addiction. Okay, so that's number four. Our next question is:、um, people use drugs to seek、um, pleasure. So, what is this thing called pleasure? What are the pleasure that people are seeking? You know, using drugs. The answer is yes. Well,、um, it's actually quite hard to define、um, pleasure in a clear way because you know people try to use drug to seek this thing called pleasure, but it's really hard to clarify this thing called pleasure because、um, what they are seeking using drug、um, maybe it's thing called high or、uh, euphoria. Or experience, or kind of experience that people just say it's it's a it's pleasure, but、mm, but people use drugs to also、um, get out of actually pain to escape pain. So it's not only pleasure, but also pain that they're seeking to escape using drugs. Um, for example,、um, when we talk about you know people with、uh, addictions, they probably initially when they first get into drugs, they probably looking for kind of pleasure. But very often, they also it, it's it's also a way for them to escape their suffering. Now, whatever that suffering may be,、um, or whatever it, that suffering is, but、um, certainly. They, you know, as they became addicted,、um, you know, they firstly they seeking out the pleasure, they get high, but ultimately, as they stay in on the drugs for longer and longer, what they ultimately trying to avoid is the pain of withdrawing, the pain of the subsequences of their drug use. So it's really hard to say, to define this thing as you know called pleasure, because this 
pleasure and this pain are kind of combined together. In in other words, as they are seeking the pleasure, they are ultimately at the same time escaping a pain, whatever that pain is. So it's really hard to separate pain from pleasure, really. So that's the answer. Okay, that's that's、uh, question number、um, five. Let's keep going. Okay, next question. Um, Doctor Huberman asked. Now this is a really quite important question, actually, one of the core questions. So, why are pleasure and pain balanced, and how knowing this help us stay away from addiction? Well, to which Doctor Anna answered, "Well, yes." Now, to her, one of the most significant findings、um, in neuroscience in the last seventy-five years is that pleasure and pain are co-located, which means the same parts of the brain that pro- that process pleasure also process pain. That's why they work like a balance. So when we feel pleasure. Our balance tips one way. When we feel pain, it tips the opposite direction. And uh, uh, one of the overriding rules governing this balance is that it it wants to stay leveled. Um, so it it doesn't it doesn't want to re- remain tipped for very long time to either pleasure or the other side to pain, and. With any deviation from、uh, neurality, the brain will, from this balance, the brain will work very hard to restore the balance, or what what scientists call homeostasis, homeostasis. And、uh, the way the brain does this is with any stimulus to one side, there'll be a tip in equal. Um, and opposite amount of the other side. So, which means、uh, if you have、um, a piece of chocolate and a, or two pieces of chocolate, and which gives you a release of dopamine, and our brain to stay balanced or to stay homeostasis、uh, will will try to stay at a lower level of baseline a、uh, baseline dopamine. Which to try to find the balance. Okay, so you have excitement. Okay, the brain will try very hard to create some pain, so it it is balanced. Just like the law of physics. Um, for example, for example, let's say we're watching a video that we really like online YouTube video we really like. And then it tips the side of pleasure. You know, we are having a pleasure. And then、uh, when I stop watching it, I have a calm down, which is a tip to the equal or opposite amount on the other side, which is a little bit kind of pain, kind of disappointing. And that's that's that moment of wanting to watch more, 
will come come on because we know the moment we stop watching, we will experience some kind of the other side of the emotion, which is pain or the disappointment from withdrawal. So what we tend to do is we tend to not stopping. We know we kind of need to stop, you know, watching the video. We got other things to do, but we don't want to do it. We try to avoid that stopping point. So we keep watching. We watch more and more and more, which makes the situation even worse. Now, when in a situation of addiction, that's where the the pleasure we get from these drugs, you know, this drug, whatever it is, we addicted to. Um, the pain we uh, get from from the same thing, it's um, overtaken the pleasure. That's why um, the pain becomes so big. That's why we just can't stop what we are doing, whether it's a drug or, or watching a, a something. That be, we we are scared to stop because the pain. Um, Come that's that's from uh, stopping it, or that generated from withdrawing from whatever you know we we are addicted to. It's so so large. It's so big that we just couldn't stop. That's where addiction happens. So that's a extremely unbalanced situation. That's our brain. Uh, lose the ability to go back to that balance. Now this brings us to the final question we're gonna discuss today, which is knowing this this pain and pleasure balance. Um, we know this is a fact that the brain tries to stay balanced. You know, whenever we do something exciting, we're gonna suffer. You know, whenever we stop, we're gonna suffer the pain, suffer the uh, disappointment. Of withdrawal. So the question is then, what should we do? Now, Doctor Anne gave a really a, a number of answers. Those, those are really important ones, but I picked two of them. I think number one, from what I heard from from her talking or her answering, is that we we need to recognize this pain, uh, um, pleasure and pain balance. We need to recognize how our brain works at a neurological level, biological level. We know we we know when we watch a piece of uh, video that we like, we eat something we enjoy. Whenever we're eating it, we we yes, we um, there's a large release of dopamine, but we also we need to recognize that. We are brain trying to stay balanced.